As time passes, we change, we grow, we become. We find grace in loss of power, appreciating, not acquiring, being, not accomplishing. We find joy in relationships, not things. We forgive ourselves and others, trusting second chances, and third and fourth. We embrace the grace of ripening, being present, letting go, moving on. Courage to be gentle and vulnerable, discovering new life in that. Allowing change, accepting loss, knowing grace keeps coming in new ways. Letting God be God and doing in you what you could not. Celebrating beauty that has nothing to do with strength. And confidence that weakness is not weakness at all. As time passes, we change, we grow, we become. Amen. Good morning, Stone Village, and happy Sunday. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you, and let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scripture of this day. Confront us with your claim upon our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Help us to respond to the one who came as the bread of life, so we may know life at its fullest and at its very best. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The reading today is from Jeremiah chapter 29. These are the words of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the remaining elders among the exiles, and to the priests, the prophets, and all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had taken into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Take spouses and have sons and daughters. Seek wives for your sons and husbands for your daughters that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease, but seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> In today's reading from Jeremiah, the people of Israel are living in exile. Of course, exile is not what they wanted. They didn't choose to go. They were forcibly sent from Jerusalem to Babylon, and their lives forever changed. Sometimes life gives us what we neither wanted nor chose. I suspect we've all experienced life in exile. Sometimes, Exile is an external reality involving a geographic move, a relocation. Other times, exile is an inner condition revealing itself in our alienation from self, from one another, and from God. It's a type of homelessness. And it's more about the condition of the human heart than it is a geographic 
location. Understand, you don't have to leave home to live in exile. What do you imagine it was like for the people of Israel living in exile? Perhaps it would be helpful to think about your own times of exile. What was your experience like? What did you feel? What questions were you asking? Here's what I imagine it might have been like for the Israelites. It felt like their world was completely upended and their lives were no longer their own. They had lost all that was familiar and routine. They felt overwhelmed and powerless, lost and confused. They wanted to know how this could happen to them and where God was. How could God let this happen? Why didn't God do something? Maybe they no longer knew what they believed about God, life, or themselves. Everything had been called into question. Who are we now? How can we move forward? Where can we place our trust? I will bet they wanted someone or something to fix it and make it all better. I wouldn't be surprised if they began arguing and fighting with one another, looking for someone to blame. And amongst them, there was likely great conflict and mistrust. Some probably identified with their wounds, their losses, and simply gave I'm certain most were exhausted and worn out physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I imagine most, if not all, lived with a broken heart filled with deep sorrow and grief. And in the end, universally, I imagine they all just wanted to go home and get back to normal. Does any of that sound familiar to you? Do you recognize any of that in your life today? What about over the last two years? Was any of what I just named true for you? The Babylonian exile isn't just a historical event. It's a description of the human experience. And I think it's what we are experiencing today. We are a people in exile. We didn't choose it, <laughs> we didn't want it, but that's where we are, in exile. That's what I said to a colleague a few weeks ago who inquired about Stone Village's life today on the other side of the pandemic. I said we are a community in exile. Yes, we are together, and for it I am grateful. We're doing our very best to mirror what was, going through the motions. Yet I feel that we are still wandering in a wilderness of loss and grief, seeking to find our way back home. I then told him, 
I didn't want us to return to life as it was before the pandemic. I want us to move forward in a way that makes a meaningful difference. I want us to struggle with deeper and more difficult questions. I want us to envision a life for Stone Village more expansive than it is today or was before the pandemic. I don't want us to settle for doing the bare minimum and believing the bare minimum is enough. Because if the bare minimum is all we do, then nothing changes. You see, the risk in exile is that we lose sight of ourselves. We lose sight of one another. And we lose sight of our creativity, our gifts, our passions, and even our humanity. We begin to settle for the status quo and no longer strive for more. More life, more love, more compassion, more mercy. And I believe that is what Jeremiah is, is addressing in his letter to the exiles. Remember what he said. Build houses, plant gardens, create new life, multiply, and do not decrease. What does that look like and mean for us today as individuals as well as a community of faith? Jeremiah is not simply saying, bloom where you are planted, or when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. No, he's talking about how we keep and even recover our passion, our creativity, our gifts, and even our humanity. In all of this, I believe, begins with some self-reflection. As individuals and as a community of faith, what are we building and planting today? What new life are we creating? And what are we multiplying? What are we offering that grows us, enlivens us, emboldens us? How are we cultivating and nurturing deeper roots, deeper meaning, a deeper life? Not simply for ourselves, but for others too. We have choices to make, and some are better and easier than others. Some choices will bring light to darkness. Other choices, if done in haste, will widen our estrangement. But choices about our life, individually and communally, await us. In this moment, I'm seeking to provoke your imagination, to rekindle your hope, to bestir your creativity and your passion, and encourage you to dream a more expansive dream for our future. So what if we built houses of mercy, compassion, justice, and peace? What if we planted gardens of forgiveness, reconciliation, and trust? 
What if we created a new life that welcomed and respected the dignity of every human being? What if we multiplied love, courage, and truth? What if, out of this time of exile and brokenness, we dedicated ourselves to sowing seeds of beauty? I believe building, planting, creating, and multiplying is our way back home. Don't you want to go home? I do. I'm tired of wilderness living. I want to create and plant and multiply, and I want you to do it with me. Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God so those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you, stoners. I hope you have a great day. <coughs> I hope you have a great day. And as a reminder, uh, next Sunday, October 23rd, is, uh, is Pledge Sunday. Uh, as I've shared with you over these last couple of Sundays in worship, um, pledges permit Stone Village to exist in this world. Uh, without pledges, uh, we cannot be a means of grace to those who call the margins home. Uh, we cannot be a place that celebrates art uh, that celebrates the diversity of, of God's good creation. And so uh, making a pledge uh, is critically important to our life and our uh, mission and ministries. If you have questions about the pledge campaign, uh, you know how to reach me. So again, I love you. I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.